the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This is Father John Zulsdorf and another podcast. Here's a short podcast. Just to oil the gears of podcasting a bit, I've been away from it. Uh, in the course of straightening up, um, I hoisted up my copy of Martin Mosebach's The Heresy of Formlessness, the Roman Liturgy and its Enemy. Uh, I hoisted it up in the revised and expanded edition uh, that came out recently from Angelico Press, the one that has a foreword by the late Robert Spemann. Now, Martin Mosebach is a German writer who has written award-winning uh, books, novels, plays, uh, I think screenplays, poetry, and he has written about the traditional Roman liturgy, and his observations are always enriching. Uh, this book, The Heresy of Formlessness, is precious, and everyone interested in the question of why traditional liturgy might be prefer preferable uh, should know this book. Uh, in any event, Opening to a random page, uh, if there is such a thing in uh, such a tole lege moment that I had, I read about the priest's sermon at Mass. And it really got me thinking about my own style of preaching. Uh, it got me thinking about the flow of Mass, of what the function of the sermon is. Now, uh, Mosebach has uh, some ideas that uh, provoked me a little bit. As you listen... Uh, turn, tune your ear for his point that the sermon is an interruption. It's a rupture. Uh, even in the absence of liturgical abuses, or even in the, the context of reverent celebration of the older traditional form of Mass, it's a rupture. Listen for his description of who the priest is in liturgical worship and who he becomes when he's preaching. And also take note of his account of an Easterner, an Eastern Christian's reaction to the sermon and its placement in the Roman Rite. So here is Martin Mosebach from the wonderful book, The Heresy of Formlessness. Entering into the sacred space of the liturgy, every interruption makes me suffer. I suffer whenever the garment of the liturgy is rent, to put it metaphorically. One such rent is the sermon. Let me remind readers what the faithful have experienced prior to the sermon. At the beginning came the entrance procession, the priest, accompanied by the incense and candles that betoken the presence of Christ the King, has approached the altar as a second Christ, as Christ entering into the city of Jerusalem. 
There, bowing profoundly, he has confessed his sins and summoned the hierarchies of angels and saints, as well as the assembled congregation, to pray for him, and he has imparted to the penitent congregation the sacramental indulgentiam, absolutionem. He has incensed the altar as the body of the dead Christ was treated with spices, thus showing that the altar is Christ. He has sung the Gloria, the hymn recalling the presence of the angels who surround the Lord here present. The readings from Holy Scripture have been sung with great solemnity. Christ, speaking in them, has again been honored with a procession, with incense and candles. At this stage the believer is deep in another world. He has understood that all whimsy and spontaneity must be silent when it comes to making visible what is objectively entirely other. He sees that the celebrant has surrendered his personality to take on a far greater role, and more than a role. He has taken on objective embodiment. The priest's face is seldom seen, for when he briefly turns to the congregation with his greeting Dominus Obiscum, he keeps his head slightly bowed. It is the crucified, towering over the altar, who looks at those praying. He is the one who is acting, while his sufferings are recalled in the tradition's authentic formulae to the minds of the participants. Then comes the rupture. The celebrant steps out of this whole sequence back into his own personality. He is once again the Reverend Father So-and-So. First he reads the notices for the week. On Monday, Feast of St. X, Holy Masses at 7 a.m., Women's Meeting in the Afternoon with a slideshow of Baroque churches in Upper Schwabia, Contributions Welcome Toward the Refreshments. Then he crosses himself and starts to give an explanation of the Scripture. I know, as well as anyone else, that in the time of Jesus this used to take place in the synagogue, after the readings, and that in the early church it used to take place at this point, too. Then, however, evidently, the two worlds, the solemn and sacral and the prosaic, were still all of a piece. They fitted into each other, and each operated in a kind of freedom. We can see, for instance, how in Gregorian chant, the prose of the Bible, the theological speech of St. Paul, can become a song. In the founding era of our faith, the different formal genres were not strictly distinguished, the sign of a momentous hour in history. Now, however, a great deal of time has passed. Now, when the sermon begins, I feel as if the supra-temporal world I have just entered has suddenly faded. Sobered, I find myself back in my own pragmatic, present-day reality, with all its weakness and half-heartedness. There is no aesthetic solution to this problem which inflicts greater damage on the liturgy's unity, the unctuous or brash sermon, the intellectual or hellfire sermon, the fine art or the woodcut, the hearty or the jejune. Everyone is familiar with Bertolt Brecht's theory of epic theater, an art form that, thank goodness, has long since faded away, suffocated in its own dust. Brecht wanted to promote a rationalistic enlightenment, his plays were not supposed to operate through stage illusion. Instead, he wanted to teach the audience by means of transparent parables. The actors had constantly to remind the audience 
that they, the actors, were not the roles they were playing. Brecht was very well acquainted with our old Western culture. I wonder if, in developing his epic theater, he had in mind the sermon at Mass. It is not totally out of the question. The effect is the same. Here, the sacrificing priest, too, is shifted back into the context of psychological modernity. The fact that he is playing a role, to use the stage language, becomes clearer. That would be the case if Holy Mass were a theatrical performance, but the very opposite is true. Through the rites of Holy Mass, in fact, we leave the realm of illusions behind and enter the realm of reality. It is not a question of interruptions in the course of Holy Mass stripping us of illusions. In fact, we are pitched back into the world of illusions at the end of Mass. All the same, it is worth pointing out that the Orthodox Church provides no place for a sermon during the liturgy. The sermon follows the Mass, after the priest has taken off his sacred vestments. I can still see a Russian friend of mine, whom I had taken to a Mass in the classical rite, shaking his head in disappointment when the familiar notices were read, something that, to Orthodox liturgical sensibilities, is, to say the least, utterly unthinkable. I must make it clear. I am not suggesting that this old custom of preaching after the gospel at Mass should be changed. But I do think it important to realize that there is a problem here, a problem insofar as there is no obvious solution to hand. a few paragraphs from The Heresy of Formlessness by Martin Mosebach. I highly recommend this challenging book. Mosebach has provoked me uh, a little, I must say, every time I read this book. I suspect that were other priests to listen to this podcast or to pick up this book and read, they might be equally, if not even more, provoked uh, than I, given uh, their style of preaching. And let's not even uh, bring to our imagination the reaction of some bishops, uh, especially those who uh, think they have to be overly chummy uh, when they preach. But I digress. In any event, uh, he goes on to provoke me even more by uh, applying, by calling as a rupture the custom of sitting down during the Gloria and the, the Credo. I'm not quite sure. I... I'm going to go along with him on this, but it really is worth thinking about. In any event, thanks for listening. Uh, this is Father John Zolsdorf. Please pray for me, as I will for you. <laughs>